The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Calling in from a cool, crisp summer morning in Southern California. And today I'm very excited about our first guest. And she is Julie Spira. She is, uh, she is the cyber dating expert. She is a best-selling author, and she wrote the book, The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online. She, too, is also a radio host um, and has her podcast called Ask the Cyber Dating Expert, and she's a columnist. And, Julie, you are really wired in in the 3.0 world. Welcome. Uh, Julie? Yes? Oh, there you are. Did you hear my intro? I did, and thank you very much for that wonderful intro. I'm so happy to be here today. Well, I'm so happy to have you, and there's a number of things I want to talk to you about on this show, and the first part is how the boomer is adapting to not only the cyber world, but the cyber dating world, because boomers didn't generally grow up. Um, as a lapware kid, so I'm sure that they had to learn a lot about the ins and outs of 3.0 communication, including mobile communication through social media platforms. But then, of course, I want to talk to you about your perspectives and experience about the liar um, and how the lying type of personality carries over into the cyber world and what people should be aware of and with that said, I just want to really congratulate you, Julie, because I know, like me, you're a boomer, and you have gotten this whole 3.0 thing really wired up. I mean, you and your website and your book and your podcast and your press and the LinkedIn and the Facebook and the Twitter and Blogspot and everything else, you have it all wired in. What kind of the learning curve was it for you, Julie? Actually, for me, it was really rather simple because I was an early adopter of the Internet. I actually created my first online dating profile in 1994 when we still had dial-up connections. And we'd get these big, huge, massive bills from AOL for $300 a month because we were spending time chatting. So we've certainly come a long way. But I also had a career in Internet marketing. So because I was involved with several dot-coms and the Internet was a part of my everyday life, for me, the evolution was just so easy and so logical. So I embraced social media and social networking from the onset. I think I was one of the first people to sign up for LinkedIn when it first launched. That's amazing. I mean, really, really amazing. Well, it shows because, you know, I see a lot of people trying to manipulate their way through the online world, and it's very new to them, and they don't 
they don't have the same kind of experience that you have. And they weren't in it from the very beginning. So whether it's for personal or for business, they have a hard time sort of integrating all of these different platforms to organize their lives. It's almost like learning how to ride a bicycle very, very, very late in life. Um, but I guess because you come from a dot-com background and were involved with the Internet at the very early days, you kind of became your own lapware child. Pretty much so. But, you know, as it's so time-consuming and it can be very overwhelming. And for newbies out there, they, they either don't want to do because they spend so many hours on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, or if they do it, they don't know what they're doing, and quite often you'll find them spamming people or getting their Twitter profiles pulled down for spam and not really being social in the social media aspect. And that's really important, isn't it? It really is. So, um, And now I know that you do coaching in a, as part of your cyber dating expert um, empire, and um, one of the questions that I had is: Do a lot of your um, do a lot of your clients ask you advice in, as to how to create great online personalities and how to carry over their offline personalities into the online world? It's exactly the magic formula. How do you really do that effectively? So my coaching clients really vary because I have cyberdatingexpert.com, where I have people that truly want to find love and they're not that computer savvy. Or maybe they sign up for a site and they get 100 emails and they get scared because there's too many emails and they won't write back to people. And then I also have my social media marketing business, which is called Social Media and More. And that's the business side of things. And that's how to really engage your business and really engage with, you know, your fans and your friends and, of course, your clients. No, I think that's true. And do let me ask you a question. How many people who have dated outside of the cyber dating world need your help now in dating in the cyber world? Probably a lot more. And the good part about it is because they've signed up for Facebook, finally we know we have Facebook at the 500 million mark now. It's the third largest country in the world. Maybe it's probably turning out to be the second before before we know it. And as a result, if they're logging on to Facebook every day, or at least half of the members are logging on for a half hour to 45 minutes a day, it's really an easy, logical step for them to go, okay, I always thought online dating was for losers, for dating challenge. Maybe I should dip a toe in because I'm already aligned anyway. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And do you find that there's a lot more people who are in the boomer category who are becoming divorced or widowed that really need guidance in how to navigate. Yes, very much so, because right now, like the over 50, believe it or not, demographic, those are the ones that are joining Facebook for the first time, and those are the ones that are either finding themselves single after a 20 or a 30-year marriage or finding themselves, you know, single, unfortunately, through, you know, the death of a spouse, and they don't know what to do, and their friends fix them up maybe for the first month or two, and then suddenly nobody's fixing them up anymore. So somebody twists their arm and says, try online dating. Usually they're hesitant. And then they say, okay, I think I'll try it, but I'm really not what, I'm not really sure what to do. And somehow they find me and I sit down with them and I create their irresistible online dating profile and give them some tips and tricks on how to really be organized so you can be prepared, you know, prepare, um, you know, really be prepared 
for the huge onslaught of having, you know, 100 emails a day in your inbox. Yeah, you have to teach them that it's a good thing, right? It's like very good, but we also teach the red flags. Okay, this is this is a player, and if you're really just looking for fun, go ahead. But if you're really looking for serious re- relationship, pass on this one and go for that one. Right. Uh, well, do you have identified personalities? You have the player. Are there others? Well, there's also the, you know the, the sad sack who's not really over their ex. And, you know, some of the tips that they will tell you, either in a first email or on the phone or sometimes even in their profile, is that I'm, you know, I've recently divorced and I was married for a long time and my ex is my best friend and I talk to her every day. Well, you don't really want to be lower on the totem pole when you're in a new relationship than an ex-spouse. No, I don't think so. I think that's probably true. Um, You are familiar as the cyber dating expert with all of the many, many, many dating sites that have popped up and proliferated out there. I'm sure that there's different sites that work best for different people and sometimes perhaps a variety. How do you guide people in where they should start, what's best for somebody who is just beginning to date, what's best for people in different age groups? Of course, you know, we know that there's J-Date, which... You know, I guess it's supposed to be appealing to Jewish people. How do you um, guide people through all the many, many, many cyber dating platforms? And there are thousands, and it can be overwhelming. So what I do is I sit down with people and I say, what are your dating goals? What are your short-term and long-term dating goals? Are you looking to get married? If so, we may put them on a matrimonial-type site such as eHarmony. Are you really just looking to get, you know, reacquainted with people and nothing serious, you're really not over your divorce yet, do you just want to have fun? And then they perhaps we really target the profile to somebody that really would like to just date. And if that's the case, then don't go on a matrimonial site. And then there are the extremes. There are the sites such as Online Booty Call or Adult Friend Finder for people that are really sort of looking for a hookup and, you know, they really want to get back into the game and just play. Yeah, well, I guess they have to define their, they really have to define their goals just like they're making business goals or any other kind of important goals because there's different, there's such a variety out there. Did you say thousands? Thousands. It used to be, okay, there were, there were a handful and there were hundreds. But some of the most popular sites that are, that are really cropping up now are a little bit more what we call niche dating sites. And they're a little bit more unusual. And maybe it's, it's brainiac dating because you want to be with somebody really smart. Or maybe it's date my pet because you have pets and that's important that you want to not just merge your children, but you want to merge your pets. So, you know, I tell people, pick a mainstream site where you're going to have a very large universe of people. Maybe it's match.com with 15 million. Maybe it's eHarmony. Maybe it's JDate. Maybe you, do, you don't want to pay. Look at OkCupid and Plenty of Fish. They're two ex- extremely large and very popular paying sites. Maybe you really don't want to fill out a long questionnaire. So we really sit down and we come up with real, a real dating analysis of who is your ideal date, how do you want to find them, how much time will you devote to dating online. And then we get you really organized because the last thing you want to do is get on the phone with somebody and not even remember who they are. So, for instance, a man once said, I don't recall if you were married before or not. Are you, are, you, are you divorced? Yes, I'm divorced. Well, exactly how many times were you married? 
What do you mean exactly how many times they were married? I would never see anybody put in their profile, I've been married three times and I'm looking forward to my fourth wife. <laughs> you know, but, but sometimes people don't think and they say things that you know, maybe not become, might not be comfortable for somebody on an early date or on an early phone call. And if you start interrogating somebody like they're in a deposition, you're not going to make it to the first date. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> it's really good that you're around, Julie, to guide people and help them navigate this process. We are on the air with Julie Spira. Ask the cyber dating expert, www.cyberdatingexpert.com. Um, Julie, we're at the end of this segment. I'd like to keep you on for the next segment so we could talk a little bit more about why people lie on their cyber profiles and how offline lying relates to online lying, what are the warning signs, and we look forward to having you back in a few minutes, so everybody just stand by. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. 
We're back, everybody, with Julie Spira, cyber dating expert. And I have to apologize. I mispronounced the name in the prior segments. Julie, I'm so glad that we have Twitter and we're wired in and we could correct these things very quickly. Oh, we are so connected. Isn't it fun? Oh, it, it makes doing the host job a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate communication. It's a lot of fun. Now, just to reintroduce Julie Spira, cyber dating expert and the best-selling author, The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online, radio show host and columnist, Ask the Cyber Dating Expert. If you haven't tuned in earlier, please go back to the beginning and you'll hear a little bit about um, Julie's coaching advice in how to get organized through the thousands of dating platforms that are available to cyber dating cyber daters today. Julie, we were talking a little bit about the lie, and we know that people, you know, are prone to lie offline in relationships, and that's something that couples had to deal with for a very long time before the online world became something to contend with. Um, Because you're meeting a person, you're meeting a profile online rather than the person themselves, does that increase the chances that somebody is going to paint themselves with delusions of grandeur? Absolutely. I mean, you know, people that lie online are going to lie offline, but it's just a little bit easier. And I think generally people really want to meet someone and they get insecure about not fitting into a search. And I find this happens when you get that big birthday and you're about to have a zero next to your decade. And you're so afraid that you're not going to fit into a search. So women typically take off five to ten years. I've heard stories about 15 years being taken off profiles. You'll get pictures of, you know, glamour shots. You know, the prettier the picture, the older it is, according to OKCupid. So if you get these photos and they're older, you know, you know they're aged you know, ten years younger, when you meet somebody in real life, you're going to have a really disappointed person sitting across that table when you don't look like your profile. And I think you do yourself a disservice for two reasons. One, you're not going to have a great date. He or she is not going to want to go out with you again. And two, you're sort of going to, you know, really ruin it for the next person who's going to go, oh, God, I wonder if they're going to look like their profile or not. And so it's really just a bad idea. I still am more hopeful that people are going to be more authentic now because if your Facebook profile photos don't look anything like your online dating profiles, you're sort of busted. Well, you kind of are, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, it's um, you you take it to the you take it to the place where you're actually meeting at a bar or a restaurant or a park or whatever the case may be, and you see a guy from a woman's perspective who says that they're, you know, six foot one on their profiles. They have a picture that's 10 years old, um, you know, and then you see a man that has, you know, balding hairline rather than a full head of hair or, you know, completely white hair instead of having the dark hair in the photo. And, you know, they're about five foot four. And I just don't understand how people, are they in denial? Do they, do they think if they have a chance to meet the person that they're going to win them over in spite of the fact that they weren't true? I think they do. Because somebody, if, if a gentleman is under five foot seven, he is more insecure that the old, that he thinks that all the women want are the six foot men. And, and if a man is maybe five foot ten and a half, five foot eleven, He'll sort of inch it up to six feet, and psychologically they feel that 
they'll be more powerful, they'll be more successful. And really, we're also finding that more men over six feet are having more sex. And it's just the strangest phenomenon. But when I see a profile that somebody says five foot seven, I think they're five foot five. And I say that because I married a man who was five foot seven on his profile, and he turned out to be five foot five, and he wasn't old. He hadn't shrunk yet. And I said, why did you lie about your age? Well, I used to be five foot seven. I'm like, you're in your 30s. <laughs> you didn't shrink yet. And he was truly five foot five, and if I put my heels on, I was taller than him. Because and, you're a nice, tall girl. Uh, right, and, I, and I'm only five foot three. And so, you know, I put on heels, <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm towering over men. And it's a real shame because a woman will go on a date, and when she sees she's towering over the man that she thought was a few inches taller than her, it's just, you know, she smiles, and then she has this sad look on her face. And no matter what he says, unless he's sitting across from her, he's not appealing when he stands up, only not because of his true accurate height, but because she knows he lied. And then she wonders, what else is he lying about? Is there still a wife floating around? Are there more children floating around? Does he have financial problems? The mind starts to wander. And one little fib can really turn out to be make the difference of whether somebody will go out with you again or not. I would think that's true for sure. I have another question, and this is um, kind of a sensitive one, but I'm curious about it, you know, because we all have to be concerned about equal opportunity and we don't want to offend anybody. But people who are challenged, um, physically challenged, if they, you know, can't walk right because they're a little bit debilitated and they don't talk about it on their profile and then when a person meets them they just don't know what to do because they don't want to make the person feel bad should people be outright and talk identify the fact if they have some kind of physiological challenge mental challenge is a whole other thing but (laughs) physiological challenge what's the you know, what? what's the game rules on that? You know, that's such a terrific question, Cindy, because I actually have two clients that actually are in wheelchairs. And, you know, they came to me saying, nobody's going to want to go out with me. And I said, not necessarily so, because I met a woman who was in a wheelchair who had no arms and no legs. And she is happily married, and she sits at the table, and she uses her elbow, and up flops the... Uh, you know, the fork and the food goes in the mouth, and they have a fabulous marriage, and they have children. So here's the thing. There is something for everyone, and if you advertise that in your profile, you probably will be passed over. I wouldn't necessarily mention it in the profile, but I would mention it on the phone before a first date and give the person another opportunity to say, you know, I really liked your profile. You sound terrific on the phone. Let's meet. Or let somebody say, Thank you for being honest with me. I don't know that I'm really able to accept that. And so I think the honesty has to come before you arrive in, at the date, you know, without arms and legs or without a, without a you know, with, in, within a wheelchair or walking with a cane or, or a dog that's helping you walk because you have a, a problem. And there are a lot of people out there. Did you see this show with um, this week with Tony Robbins, his brand-new TV show, had this couple, and, you know, obviously she didn't marry him as a paraplegic, but on their honeymoon, he jumped into a swimming pool. He's now permanently paraplegic, and his life was completely changed around on the TV show, and they are now going to have a very happy life because he's now learning to do things that he never thought he could do. So we all have a strike against us somewhere. There's no such thing as somebody without some element of baggage, but the timing of 
discussing that. It's really important to discuss a physical problem before you meet. No, no, I think that's very, very, very good, sensitive, insightful advice. I have never been a cyber dater, Julie. I, um, I guess I had been lucky enough to find love in the offline world and, you know, even as a single divorced mom. And um, the whole universe just really intrigues me because there's a part of me that just wants to see what it's like, um, but naturally I can't because I'm married, but I'm living through it vicariously through people like yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Entertainment. I mean, I think that's where a lot of people bought the perils of cyber dating because I have so many married people that are reading the book, but those are people that enjoyed reading enjoyed watching Sex in the City, even if they were married and they lived vicariously through the stories of the four girls. So I find that people read the book not because they need to learn how to cyber date, but because they're curious about what's it like to be out there in the dating world, and they do want to laugh or two and get entertained by the process. Yeah, no, I, I think that's really true. I, you know, I think everybody should go out and get the perils of cyber dating, confessions of a hopeful romantic looking for love online, because it is commentary on society at large rather than just for the people who really have to learn about cyber dating, right? Right, very much so. So um, a question also, and this is another, you know, this goes back to, you know, the lie what there are so many people that i hear about through friends and relatives who insist on saying that they're single on their cyber dating profiles and then once they get into a couple of dates with somebody it sort of comes out that they're married how often does that happen it's really kind of despicable one third <gasps> is it 33 and a third percent yeah about about 30% of the men dating online are actually married pretending to be single. That it's, is really frightening. So how do you guide people to kind of get to the bottom of it early so that they don't get hurt? Well, you know, I think it's important to really ask questions and to really find out somebody's dating history without again making them feel like they're in a deposition. But it's interesting if they don't pick up the phone, if they hide their email, if they don't see you on weekends, chances are there's somebody else in their life. It may be a spouse, it may be a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and maybe they're just looking for plan B in case the relationship doesn't work out. But there are online dating sites specifically for extramarital affairs. So I feel if you're married and you want to date online, don't hang out on the sites where people want to get married Go to the other end of the spectrum and be authentic in who you're representing you are. That's one group of the people. Those are the ones that want to fool around, and they'd fool around if there wasn't online dating. It's just a lot of it easier with cyber dating. And then you get the people who are separated, and they don't want to say they're divorced because if they say separated in their profile, nobody wants to go out with them. Or they don't want to be the transition person if, let's say, they filed for divorce, but it's going to be a long, ugly haul. Nobody wants to get dragged into that. So it's easier for a man to say, or a woman, I'm divorced before divorce is final because they know there's no chance of reconciliation. But then when your date finds out after three or four or five dates that you haven't filed yet or that it's a messy divorce and it becomes really, really discouraging. 
Yeah, no, I would think so. Now, I want to remind everybody that before online dating became a part of our universe, people would lie a lot offline, too. And there were many affairs where a person would get into a relationship with a married man on the most part, sometimes a married woman, and they had to find that out the painful way a little later without the cyber dating process. Again, sort of history, isn't it? It really is, but I think with online dating, you can start to figure these things out a little bit earlier. I actually admire a man or a woman who will put separated on their profile because it it gives somebody the opportunity to say, I'm willing to date somebody separated and maybe I'll be their first person and I'll be the right person, or it gives them an opportunity to say, you know, this isn't really right for me. I tried that once before. Please, you know, when you get your house in order, call me again. Well, I think that you have given us a lot of excellent tips, and I want to really thank you for sharing it with the Voice America listening audience. Um, Julie, anything that you want to say in summary, any um, you know, final advice for people who are beginning to cyber date? My biggest advice is to really live your life through authenticity and trust your intuition. If something doesn't seem right or the phone call you know, it doesn't seem comfortable and you don't have any kind of phone chemistry whatsoever on the phone, don't waste each other's time. Just say it was really nice meeting you, nice to talk to you on the phone. I don't necessarily think that we have enough in common. I wish you the best of luck with your search because if you take the time to get dressed up and go on your date and it's a bad experience, it might turn you off from actually going on the next date and maybe the next date could be the one. I want to thank you so much, Julie Spira, cyber dating expert, dating in a Web 2.0 world, author of The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic, Looking for Love Online, radio show host and columnist, Ask the Cyber Dating Expert. Thank you so much for everything, Julie, and I really enjoy reading all of your tweets, and you're very entertaining, and I really thank you for taking the time to do our show this morning. You're very welcome. It was a wonderful, wonderful segment. Okay, next stay tuned for the people who founded a dating site by the name of LiarLiarList.com. Stand by. We'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. 
Stop wasting time. Get what you want. Live your dream life. The Dream Big Revolution. Imagine having more freedom, better health, more money, happiness. Could your business be more successful? Unless you're living the life you want, you're wasting precious time. Your life is too valuable to waste. Let Leanne Hilgers help you find health, wealth, and happiness. Listen in and live your dream life. Join the Dream Big Revolution. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. According to the brilliant cyber dating expert, Julie Spira, just in our last two segments, there are near a thousand different dating sites out there in the cyber dating world. That's really kind of unbelievable. And with that going on today, it is definitely going to be a need for a destination site that offers humorous commentary about love, life, relationships, and... Um, has a lot of fun little, fun little adventures to play with on the site itself, and it's called LiarLiarList.com. And today I have the founder of Liar Liar List, Beth Greenfield, and I also have the psychotherapist with LiarLiarList.com, Dr. Tess Hightower. Welcome, ladies. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. Okay, it is, it is clear test that you are on a mobile phone. My engineer picked that up before, so if we have problems and I can't hear you, we don't mean to be rude, but I might have to guide the questions over to Beth, okay? I, absolutely. Okay, well, welcome aboard and um, congratulations to Beth Greenfield for building this wonderful destination site because it, there's obviously a need for it. Um, I think that Cyber dating expert Julie Spira will agree after we had our first couple of segments. So, Beth, how does it feel? How, let's remind everybody how you started out. Give a little bit of a background story. Okay, just uh, very quickly. Uh, being recently divorced after a long-term 25-year marriage, uh, I suddenly found myself single and back in the dating world that I have, was not a part of since uh, 1981. And things obviously had changed uh, tremendously uh, in the world of dating, um, particularly as, as was mentioned earlier, there are 1,400 dating sites, uh, the Internet, 40 million people now on these sites all looking to find love. 
many things that I really did not understand uh, right away, but there was one thing that I did learn very quickly, and uh, just after a couple of meetings, and that was that how rampant uh, the uh, misrepresentation and dishonesty on profiles and pictures are uh, on the online dating sites. Uh, Cindy, it's amazing. Every man is six foot one. You know, yeah. <laughs> every, every woman is a size six. And then all of us, everyone uh, works out at least three to five times a week, et cetera. It's, I mean, it's a wonderful world of dating out there. Right. However, but, the key, well, and, but it wasn't true, of course. And what you did is very clever because one of the unique highlights of your website, of course, is describe it. Well, we have, um, this is a place where you can come and post a review, real people writing real reviews of the people that you have met through the online dating sites. And in the review is the opportunity to tell other people um, whether or not this particular person uh, was telling the truth about their profile and their pictures or they were a liar. So it's a place to go and post about the people that you meet, and it's a place to search to find out if your next date uh, is telling the truth. It's really a mandatory screening mechanism that could save people a lot of headaches. I mean, that is the most uh, disappointing and discouraging aspect of online dating, is that you don't know who you're communicating with. And you have no idea who you're really going to see when you actually meet. And by the way, I should add, uh, Cindy, that this is not meant to be mean-spirited. Uh, we're not out to destroy people. This is by screen name. No real names are, are allowed on the site. It's by screen name and the dating site on which you met only. And we also are not asking what happened on the date. Uh, that might be another website coming. This or month. it could be integrated into yours. Well, eventually it might, but at this moment our concern is with uh, truth and advertising. Are you getting what you were promised? And, and you have a lot of other features that can help you determine the truth. You have contests and horoscopes and love quizzes and blogs, and we also have on the air your very own Dr. Truth in Tess Hightower. And, you know, I was going to just ask Tess a little bit about, you know, overall the psychology of online dating and what people tend to do when they're writing their profiles to get that date. Do you have a generic answer for that, Tess? Well, yeah, actually, Cindy, I do. You know, as uh, humans... We're kind of like primates, you know, where we are born usually into a group. There's usually a mom and dad. A lot of times there's siblings also. And, you know, what we do as, as humans innate in us is that we want to move toward or gravitate toward a sense of belonging. So <clears throat> particularly if you're just newly divorced and maybe you're the one who's feeling rejected, I think that people really want to kind of puff themselves up to be accepted, to be loved, to be liked. And a lot of people are, are lying to themselves. I mean, I got a, I got a, a letter from a, a realtor yesterday, and when I met her in person, she has on her stationery and flyer uh, a picture that must be 30 years old. 
So I, I was really shocked when I met her. <laughs> yeah, they do that a lot in the real estate business, too. I, I, you know, that's one of the areas, aside from cyber dieting, that has really blown me away. I, I don't know oh if gosh. I... It's, uh, it's a funny thing. Um, I know, know that you were days, both... In the old days, we used to call it bait and switch, you know. The te- they would advertise the television for, you know, $250, and when you got there, it was all sold out, and they only had the $500 television. We used to be called bait and switch. It's very similar. No, you're absolutely right. It's, um, again, to Beth's point, truth in advertising. We don't want exactly. the bait and switch. So, um, I, well, I have a question for both of you, and Beth, you could start with the answer, and then maybe Tess can add to it. You both have developed, taken a lot of time and really thought through the quizzes that you put together. So, Beth, you know, as the founder of LiarLiarList.com, um, tell me what you hope to accomplish with the love quizzes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh- Tess, by the way, has added an enormous uh, amount of um, useful advice on the site, and the quizzes were are one of the most popular areas right now. Going back to the days, and in the and today in the women's magazines, we all enjoy taking these self quizzes to find out a little bit more about ourselves. So we developed a series of quizzes, but these are a little different with titles such as How Lovable Are You, How Sexy Are You, uh, Are You a Good Lover, Are You Ready for a Relationship? But these are not the standard quizzes where it is so easy to figure out what the right answer is and uh, to make sure that we we, uh, answer properly. These are actually very, very useful. If you tell the truth, and that's what the site is all about, these are self-tests to really answer questions, to find out and learn um, a little bit more about yourself and, and how you are ready to interact in a relationship. And I think Tess has done a fabulous job. Um, again, it's useful information to help improve your relationship and understand yourself a little better. Well, Tess, because you are a licensed psychotherapist, what you know, what did you, what tools did you use, what rules did you use in devising these questions? Well, you know, I've been studying human nature for over 30 years. So human behavior, uh, you know, of course it's always evolving. I always wish, uh, you know, that Margaret Mead were alive because we had a big revolutionary, evolutionary change in the 60s. It's happening again. You know, now people aren't necessarily getting married or they're living together, not having children. So, you know, you have to kind of keep on top of it because things, they are changing. But, you know, Beth wanted just to be entertaining, to have some fun, and yet for people to be able to get some useful skills. So basically, you know, I'm, I, that's what I do. I'm a relationship expert. I have a book out called 10 Ways to Take Your Relationship Temperature, which is used by a lot of colleges and universities. And so I'm always, you know, reading studies, you know, in my own practice, I see 30 to 35 people a week, mostly couples. So I'm always getting new information about what's the trend. For example, you know, Internet dating is relatively new. You know, in the back, to go back to the 60s and 70s, most people went to, you know, they went out to dinner. They went to a bar. And, that, you know, people really don't do that anymore. They're a really acceptable venue 
you know, has become Internet dating. And as you said, there's, you know, a, over a thousand of them. Yeah, so, so it's really uh, amazing to me. It's really amazing. Yeah. And, and again, when you have that many sites out there, it's really great for people to have um, an overall site that can tie everything together and really pick out one of the most common themes that you find in cyber dating and provide humorous commentary on it, and that's a lie, and you could only find that on liarliarlist.com and you know, Beth has really done a phenomenal job in pulling that all together. We have to take a commercial break, ladies. Please stand by. We'll be back right after these messages. Stand by. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At BR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. BR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of BR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. BR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. Money. We love it, we hate it, and everything in between. You can be the master of your life and your own economics. Join Professor Laurie Lamantia each week for the program Making Peace with Money. Laurie will help you realize the power to create fulfillment in your life and shed new light on your money madness. You'll learn how to make peace with money and feel the joy and freedom renewed in your life. Making Peace with Money is broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. 
We're back with the founder and the psychotherapist for LiarLiarList.com, a brand-new website and um, a wonderful, entertaining destination with humorous commentary about love, lives, relationships. Um, You know, as Beth and I had discussed many times before, it's really interesting that lying has become... becoming an integral part of our pop culture. There's a lot of stuff happening out there that sort of um, makes fun of lies. I mean, there's a new TV show called Lie to Me, and um, I think that the timing is just right to pick up on this cultural commentary with LiarLiarList.com. One of the things, just to keep things current with current events, is yesterday there was a program on CNN, Beth, and a friend had told you about it. What was that all about? Yes. um, As you said, on our website we do try to keep it light and entertaining and there's lots of humor, but there is a very serious side uh, to the ramifications of lying on these dating sites, and this one was the most egregious that I have heard. This is uh, called soldier impersonation, where scammers are actually taking pictures of deceased soldiers and posting them onto profiles and putting them up on the dating sites. Uh, The purpose, of course, is to... Uh, romance and win the hearts of unsuspecting women and with the purpose of eventually uh, taking money from them. And I, this was absolutely, this is, this is just uh, evil, uh, these women. Uh, and they had some people on the show yesterday, uh, both the parents of a deceased soldier and a woman who wrote to this uh, profile to the point where uh, he actually was promising to marry her. She involved her children uh, and allowed them to communicate with him. And then ultimately, of course, he put the request in for the $1,000 to help him get home for Christmas. Oh, my goodness. So this isn't just lying, Beth. This is really no. identity theft. It real, it, it's just mind-blowing because it's, Stealing somebody's identity that you have not earned, and you know, and it's just really appalling that you know they're you know they have this twisted confidence in their nature that they can actually dishonor our heroes by you know lying to everybody and stealing their honor. Tess, is there anything that you want to add to this kind of psychosis? Yeah, well, I just want to say, uh, yeah, psychosis is exactly right. I mean, these are obviously people who are struggling with some kind of mental disorder, but, I mean, it's out-and-out fraud. There's a difference between, you know, bouncing a check because your your uh, you know your employment check didn't clear as quickly as it needed to and writing a check for fraud. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure that if they're per- impersonating, you know, military personnel, that this is a criminal act. And they're probably going to be prosecuted. But these are people, you know, who, you know, in my field, we look at them. We used to call it psychopaths or antisocial personality. They don't, they cannot be reflective uh, of other people. They have no compassion or empathy for other people. And so it is all about 
you know, how do they make money in the world? And there's several of these stories going on right now, and it's not just men. Uh, there was a big one recently in a, in a, a current uh, magazine about uh, a, a woman who married, I think, 11 servicemen and, you know, tried to get the benefits. So, you know, it's happening on both sides of the fence, and, you know, it is horrible, and, and obviously these people need help and need to be prosecuted. Well, the thing I didn't realize, Cindy, also, is that these are not isolated cases. Uh, apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, right now, there are hundreds, hundreds of these bogus profiles using deceased soldiers that are victimizing thousands of women. And there is a military uh, website, a blogger, um, I think his name was C.J. Grissom, who has a blog where he just goes on and lists as many as people do uh, report to him. And I think um, if anyone, of course, if, if uh, Tess, actually, Tess and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday, and one of the questions was, how, how do you have any signal or sign? Is there a way of discerning uh, what's happening ahead of time? And Tess, you had some, you had some really... Uh, Excellent uh, ideas. Maybe you might share one or two uh, with us. How, how well, to think, tell when you're being scammed? Well, kind of like your your uh, earlier uh, person on on your show was saying that you know you a lot of times I think we as in particular as women we don't pay attention to our gut to our intuition. Mm -hmm. There usually is some kind of clue or red flag, you know, something that we don't pay attention to in the beginning that we just kind of choose to ignore. It might be, you know, their availability. Um, you know, are you not able to, you know, are they overseas? Is there a, uh, a place to contact a branch of the service they say that they're in in order to, uh, you know, to verify that they are in the service? I mean, it happens all the time, uh, not just with servicemen, but you know, with insurance claims, I, I know you guys remember when 9-11 happened, that there were all those bogus insurance claims of people that, you know, claimed to have, you know, people in in the building. So, you know, but even if you, if, if it's a phone call, it's going to be harder. But if you actually meet the person, you know, do they make, if they don't make eye contact, it could be a clue. If they make too much eye contact and are staring intently because they've been watching some of the newer shows, you know, that, is an, that can be another sign. It's polarized, but that can be another sign that they're lying. What's, you know, what's their availability? Can you only reach them, uh, you know, by cell phone? Uh, are they not available except, you know, when they're in your town? I mean, there's all kinds of clues that show up in the beginning. I mean, if you have any kind of stirring in your gut, I mean, you know, very few of us can afford to, you know, uh, hire a, a private uh, detective for uh, investigator for $5,000, but there are certain websites for less money that you can certainly check out. Is this person who they say they are? You can get a picture, a driver's license number. You can certainly check on some websites uh, if they have any kind of criminal background, you know, and, and at least verify they are who they say they are. Even as even to the uh, to the extent of asking, is there a friend, or do you have friends here yeah. in the states that I could contact to talk about you? Do you have some family members that I, if you're promising to marry me, uh, certainly I may be able to contact your sister or your brother, and of <laughs> course you can't because that would give away who they really are. 
You know, I think well, of course, as a therapist, I would never say don't. I mean, I would say never marry someone or give money to someone that you haven't met their friends, their family, because what we see is, you know, if they don't have a good relationship with their parents or with their siblings, if they're cut off, it's probably not a good bet anyway. Well, listen, we came to the end of our two segments. I want to thank Beth Greenfield, the brilliant founder of LiarLiarList.com. I want to thank you, Dr. Tess Hightower, LiarLiarList.com's Dr. Truth and therapist. We enjoy all of your blogs, and we encourage everybody to click into www.liarliarlist.com to be thoroughly entertained and informed. And Beth, again, congratulations with all of your work and your endeavors. It's truly a work of passion, and um, I encourage everybody to take a look at the site. So thank you both. And thank Tess, you, Cindy. Thank you for calling in on your way to work. And uh, <laughs> everybody have a great, safe weekend, and keep truthful, huh? Absolutely. Thank you, Cindy. Bye-bye now. All right, you guys take care. Okay, we're signing off for today's show. Talk to everybody next week. And again, everybody have a great weekend. Take care and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Bye.